What's going on, Internet? The Black Cog here, aka TBH. And to be honest, I'd like to welcome you guys back to the Gaming Illuminati podcast. Hopefully, we don't make you snore here on episode 84. Before we get into the show, allow me to introduce you to my co host, the first of which can be found on Twitch every weekday from 2 p.m. to evening, not finishing his games. He's Monotune, he's fair skinned, he's UTXJG the Don. Say what up to the people. Not finishing my games. What up, people? <laughs> We're here for another podcast. Right, right, you right. Escape it. Yeah, my second co-host has made it his life's mission to reduce the poverty in the city of Detroit. He'll t- he'll talk your ear off, and uh, he's not afraid to fight an uphill battle. So I mean, gaming ethos. Read the link to us. Huh? What's up? Wow, great intro. This yeah, podcast is canceled. <laughs> you welcome. Um, and uh, <laughs> if you want to appear on the next episode, be sure to back us on Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash GI updates. There will be a link in the description box below of the video version. Also, feel free to take the show on the go. The podcast is available on Spotify, iTunes, SoundCloud, and all other major podcast outlets. Download the GI app. We're available on iOS and Android. Just keep in mind we spell Illuminati as in uh, naughty or nice. Um, and also, uh, I need to let you guys know that uh, you guys, if you're listening on Apple or even if you're not listening on Apple, go to the freaking Apple store, search up Gaming Illuminati and rate this podcast five stars. That is one of the most important things. If you want to help the show grow, make sure to rate the star uh, the show five stars. We appreciate that. Um, And before we get into the main conversations, uh, let's go ahead and get these freebies out of the week, out of the way. I cannot talk today. I'm tired. I'm actually hungry. Um, going to eat some booty later. Let's see, May games that are free on the Xbox. Uh, for Xbox One, you get Marooners. I have no clue what that is. Uh, the Golf Club 2019. <laughs> wow. Uh, and then on the 360, keep in mind backwards compatibility applies. You'll get Earth Defense Force Insect Armageddon and Comic Jumper on PlayStation. Uh, you will get uh, The Remains of Edith Finch. What kind of indie bullshit is that? And then overcooked. Uh, shout out to the PlayStation Nation. That was laughably bad. Uh, on the Nintendo Switch, there are free games in case you forgot. Uh, this month, you'll be getting Clue Clue Land, uh, Donkey Kong Jr., and uh, Excite Bike Versus. And then on the PC side of things, let's see, on the Epic, uh, Epic Game Store, you get the World of Goo if you like puzzle games. Uh, and then on Discord Nitro, they just introduced a bunch of, uh, free Star Wars games. There's Knights of the Old Republic, Old Republic 2, uh, Jedi Knight Academy, Republic Commando, uh, Secret of Monkey Island, and Indiana Jones and the Fate of Atlantis. So, yeah, I said Atlanta. Uh, did I say Atlantis or Atlanta? And you said Atlantis. Okay, I said the right thing. I thought I said Atlanta for a second. <laughs> Alright, uh, that's the freebies out of the way for the month of May. Let's get into these main conversations. Um, since the last podcast, Mortal Kombat 11 dropped. Um, so we know on this podcast, we like to give our first impressions because these are not reviews. These are first impressions. We do reviews on the main channel at youtube.com slash GI updates. Um, you actually bought the Switch version of Mortal Kombat 11, correct, Ethos? Yeah. So for all the people out there looking to buy the peasant version of the game, kind of give people what's your take on it. Actually, this is a definitive version of the game. Oh, mm, define why. Because I can go anywhere I want and play it, and you can't. But you nah, can't really practice with those Joy-Cons unless you're playing with it. You got a fight stick? I have my own stick, yeah. So you use, you're, you're, you get the fuck at it. You see how quiet we got? Like, what are you talking about? You're you using you a, a fight, fight stick on the Switch? Yeah, it's called my Pro Controller. Fuck it. All right. All right, bro. All right. You're definitely a scorpion player. Um, you, you know, actually, no, I'm I'm worse than that. I'm a 
what, who is it? Uh, noob? Noob Saibot? Oh, my lord. Yeah. You're the yeah, scum buddy. of the earth. You're a fucking <laughs> teleporter, aren't you? <laughs> I, no, I just spam the, the range the the range attacks over and over again. Um, all right, so give us some like some kind of first impressions of Mortal Kombat. What are you thinking about it in terms of gameplay mechanics? Uh, I mean, it's just like every other Nether Realm game, but this one seems a little bit more fa- a little more faster. Uh, really? Story's really fire. Yeah, it feels faster. I mean, compared to the last Mortal Kombat. Um, uh, I mean, I'm not a, a master, you know, fighting game expert, so take everything I say with a grain of salt. But if you want a casuals perspective, I think it's a fun game. Um, I really only played uh, NetherRealm games for the story. That's about it. I don't give a fuck about the multiplayer shit. That's why I bought it on Switch. Um, it actually runs really well on Switch. Um, it doesn't look like amazing like the PS4 version and Xbox version, but I will say, like for what you're getting, it looks actually pretty damn good. Um, and it's pretty much the full game. Um, the only thing that um, I I don't give a fuck about the crypt shit, but I know a lot of people have been complaining about the crypt being very grindy which i'm sure you two probably have a better perspective on i don't touch um, but that I really, shit. yeah i only i just played the uh story campaign and from what i played the story campaign is actually pretty good so okay okay uh i played the ps4 version in terms of gameplay mechanics i actually disagree with you i think it's slower than the last mortal Kombat. i actually think that's why i'm less frustrated with this one um because like teleport spam has always been a problem in the previous games but like in this one like there's still teleport spam online but it's much more it's easier to punish in this one because the game is a little bit more dialed back in terms of the pacing uh, I mainly just play. I played the campaign. I beat that, and then I mainly. I literally just been playing online, hopping in lobbies, and then playing ranked matches and shit like that. I got a uh, well over, I think like two hundred plus matches or some shit like that. I'm not. I wouldn't. I'm not like casual level like Ethos, but I'm like I'm like in the middle. I'll beat you up. I'm like the toughest guy at the barbecue. I can beat some people. Um, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it for what it is. I think it has some hitbox problems. I don't know if y'all seen some of those clips that uh. I think they put them in the group DM where like there's characters that are like. Uh, they'll jump over the person and then like they'll be on the other like they'll be turned the other way and they'll still hit them because the sword i guess does like a full circle with the arm have you seen you seen those clips i think nomad put it in the dm and i've seen like a fatal blow with gears like if the person was like totally behind them he still hit him with a fatal blow yes There's some you know some crazy things happening in that game there's definitely some hitbox issues. Um, what's the name? There's still a lag problem online. Um, it's it's hit or miss, especially when I played ranked. When I play um casuals, it's pretty decent. Um, but whenever I play ranked, it seems like I'm always getting paired up against people who are on Brazilian connections, and they're always fucking sweats in ranked. And it's it's annoying to have to have already have to play a super really try hard sweat, and then on top of that, he's lagging. I can't even get like a fair chance. Um, so I, like I kind of steered away from that and i just kind of play casual but simply from a from a gameplay mechanic standpoint i think it's fun uh i've only played a handful of characters because i'm been trying to get good with one well good enough to be nomad because i don't really care to compete or nothing like that and i mean i've, I've accomplished my goal so i'm <laughs> probably gonna retire soon because rage 2 comes out tomorrow <laughs> the date because it's it's the 13th when we're recording this so it comes out tomorrow um how would you uh how would you compare the online compared to mk uh mkx it's about the it's same to me. About the same. Okay. Yeah, it's about, it's about the same to me. I don't remember MKX being completely awful either, but I don't remember it being amazing. Well, we uh, played this shit on the PC, so I don't know if you remember that. Oh uh, yeah, so that's a different experience. Well, that's that's strictly from the PS4 experience. Yeah, no, I dealt with the PC. I think that was just a strictly PC problem then. So okay, okay. Uh, it has a bunch of different characters. Uh, they're all there's there's a wide variety of different like playstyles. I like that um i've always i've always been kind of indifferent though about the uh the mk or the nether realm kind of dial combo system uh 
Like, I can practice the combos all I want. That shit goes out of the window when I play a fucking real person. Because you got to dial those combos up. And then it feels like I'm not dialing them up half the time. I don't know if that's lag or whatever. But, um, I don't know. If, if you're a casual person, I feel like just based off first impressions, I would say, I don't know, wait till the price drops. Because uh, once you beat that story mode and then you go online, it's, you know, after about a month, it's nothing but sweats left tournament players. It's, it's, it's another fighting game. But I did enjoy the story. Uh and uh ethos did too so i mean yeah it's something it's something why didn't you get it jay i didn't get it because i didn't want to waste my money like i i''m just like sjw it. games no, well apparently this is a sjw game for yeah, the, yeah that's what i said that's why you didn't pick it up that's sarcasm yeah. by the way because i know uh <laughs> just just so we can state that that's gonna fly over people's heads yeah, this, is, this is sarcasm it's not it's not serious um yeah i didn't get it i like watching competitive play but i just knew that i wasn't going to stick with it because i've been buying all these fighting games over the past years and i've i've just dropped them so i, I was like you know what this time i'm not even gonna waste my money so mm. I didn't get it. I'll just I'll just watch y'all beat each other up. As long as you can whoop Nomad and and he can continue drowning in pools. That's all I care about too. <laughs> that's a damn shame. Uh, <laughs> so those are some thoughts on it. Like I say, like, we're all pretty like casual, buff, slightly average fucking fighting game fans. Y'all ain't gonna get no in depth analysis on a damn fighting game for that. Y'all would have to go to Nomad in the group, but. I don't know. He 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 makes he, <laughs> made, yeah, he makes Fortnite videos, so I don't know. Um, <laughs> it's too much no bad Fortnite. Right <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Speaking of Fortnite, you know last night I watched this like short documentary on the death of Paragon on YouTube. It was really well made by this YouTuber and it just made me mad all over again. But anyways, um oh, yeah, <laughs> Why do you, why did you even do that to yourself? Yeah, why are you even upsetting yourself? You set yourself up for that, bro. Well, YouTube YouTube recommended YouTube, YouTube recommended it to me. I wasn't looking for it, Paragon. But you clicked the thumbnail was so enticing. It was so enticing, man. It was so enticing. Oh, man, got caught up in the YouTube algorithm. Yeah. I didn't I didn't know I didn't know Steve Stout left the project so early. I didn't know, man. I had You've no been idea. Know that. I don't remember. We told man. you, bro. We oh, told man. you this years ago. Oh, Yo, shout out to God. still Steve Stout, one of the realest to do it, man. Uh, what are you doing right now? I don't know. I looked at his Twitter after I watched that. It's kind of quiet. I was looking to see if he announced a new game or anything like that, but he hasn't. Uh, but shout out to Steve Stout because uh, I remember. Did I say Stout? You did say Stout. Steve Stout. <laughs> <laughs> Next topic. I cannot talk today. Yo, uh, speaking of games that JG played, let's talk about Days Gone. Um, because that shit was. Did uh, he beat it? Let's talk about it. Because that shit was gone a day after on my PS4. Uh, you played Days Gone the most out of us. Uh, in the group. Uh, what are some first impressions on Days Gone, Jay? Yeah, because those ain't touching that. He said it's boring. Um. No, I'll, give you, I'll give you the uh my my <laughs> honest opinions. I'm not gonna sugarcoat it. It's um it, it needs some work. It definitely needs some work. I think from my uh my initial playthrough, I could already see like the things that I did not like about it. I think that the story is interesting enough, and that's that's really the reason why I'm playing it, because I just feel like I'm so invested that I need to see like what happened. But I feel like the story started off so slow um that it kind of it kind of took a little bit to really get going and get me engaged i felt like i was just kind of kind of just robotically moving throughout the map like because it is an open world type of thing but i feel like they they tried to make it like the last of us but it's like what i was saying in my chat i feel like it's like a family dollar version of the last of us because like edition you can get brand names at the family dollar hey yeah, but you can but for poor people <laughs> i've been on a poor diet <laughs> it's 
sorry to hear that. But, but anyways, yeah, it's it's like, <laughs> it's like a lesser version of The Last of Us. Like, I feel like The Last of Us was polished and Days Gone just isn't because the reason why you uninstalled it was because you were experiencing glitches. And we did see those before. And I was like, well, I hope that they fix them before uh, before the game comes out. And unfortunately, they didn't. Uh, so simple things like, you know, uh, indicators not being there, you not being able to see where certain things are. Uh, those are like the little things that would get you know any man frustrated um so it's things like that i feel like the amy system is atrocious i don't know whose idea was it to not put any type of aim assist on a controller shooter like that's just not working i don't know if that was an intentional design choice to make the game harder or make it seem like you know you're you really can't aim or whatever like there's a snap-on feature but it's it's really really slim and like you could barely notice it so like i would actually say like the aiming system like anything involving guns is like even worse than red dead and, and that's one of the things that i criticized red dead too uh on as well it's even worse than that so it's definitely a chore just trying to like aim and, and shoot and kill people so i think that's like one of the main reasons why i i can't say that like this game is actually good but i feel like it's decent enough everything else like as far as like riding the bike going around and and like when the horde comes after you and like you actually getting the feeling like oh man i'm not going to survive this um i think that those elements like animals running towards you those survival elements are cool but i feel like i feel like the the, uh the devs just kind of like did a little bit too much to try to make it more like a survival game and they just made it just not fun at the end of the day like not super fun it's decent but again, I don't feel like any person who's just gonna pick this up and play it, like who didn't know anything about it, I don't feel like they're gonna enjoy it as much as uh as much as they would other games like The Last of Us, for example. But uh but again, I feel like the story is decent, the graphics are amazing. I'll I'll give that as a plus. The graphics are definitely dope and and besides like the uh the little glitches that they have here and there, unless they're game breaking like for you, um, for example, I think that those can be um for the most part excuse you can get through the game because i didn't i didn't experience anything game breaking like you did but again i'm not gonna not gonna fully dismiss it but it's an okay game i wouldn't recommend uh getting it though um especially right now it's i, I just feel like it's kind of dragging on a little bit too much and i don't even know if i'm done yet like i feel like i'm close but i'm i'm probably still not done yet i'm kind of like getting into the thick of things so uh it's a long game but uh but yeah i can't i can't recommend getting it right now I just feel like it's it's just not that fun factor is just not there for uh, for a lot of people. True, true, true. All right, so let me break it down to the listeners who didn't catch my. Stream. I like Joe almost fell asleep just listening to him explain that game, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit, that was me, bad, bro. Let me let me let me break it down for those who didn't catch my stream at twitch.tv slash the Black Okage. Days Gone is a game that definitely lives up to the title because within a day it was gone off of my PS4 hard drive. Um it took oh, me a proud of that one, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let me uh yeah, pop my down, let me pop my collar. <laughs> let me pop my collar for that one. Rise up gamers. That was a hot take. But um yeah, it took about an hour before I uninstalled it off of my hard drive. Live on stream. We did a live on install. And the reason being is um this game has serious glitching problems. Um the first the first mission, the first mission, I had to restart that mission like five times three of which in, in three in one area then like two in another because there was like moments where i had to like find like specific items and the items were not loading in and i'm walking around and the chat was telling me oh there's supposed to be something right there there's like weird it's not there so i encountered two game breaking glitches within the first fucking t- I, I didn't even get out of the tutorial 
I had to restart the shit over and over. I was like, no, mm, no, man. I was already irritated by that shit. Then the story was already kind of fucking boring. But I, I was like, all right, all right. I kept reloading it. I finally got past the tutorial after fucking flipping every damn rock and wet, hoping for the game to fix it. So I finally get into the world. First thing I noticed, man, that aiming system. I was like, Phew. This might be worse than Red Dead Redemption. I was like, I don't know, man. Then somebody in the chat, then I said, somebody in the chat said, it gets better. Hang with it. There's, there's an upgrade to improve the aiming in the game. I was like, all right, well, maybe he is just terrible. Maybe I do need to get the upgrades. So then I asked the chat, I was like, well, I was like, how many hours before I get that upgrade to improve the aim in the game? They was like six to eight hours. <sighs> I was like, I don't know, man. I don't know if we're going to make it. All right. It's six hours before the game get good. I don't know. Then I got a little bit further and I started noticing something about the game. This is one of those games where it lets you walk two inches, then a fucking cutscene plays. Then you walk another five inches and another cutscene plays. Mind you, these cutscenes are boring and it kept doing that shit. It was a fucking walking simulator. I was like, I don't know, man. So, you know, I wrestled with it, man. I I sat down on stream. I fought with myself. I was like, man, I paid $60 for this shit. $60. But I had to do it, man. I had to do it for the culture, man. So I, mean, I had to get that shit off my PS4, man. It was wasting my time. Bro, that took longer than JG explained the game. All you did was uninstall the game. <laughs> I know, right? He made this shit so dramatic. JG, how many games is this now? This is three games, bro. Three this is games three games, but you don't beat your game. Okay, we got you. Listen, bro. Listen. I, yeah, 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 nobody wants to hear your this shit, This man bro. wasted $180 total, bro. $180 in games. Why do you guys bring this up? We, I've already brought no, up I'm yeah, a hypocrite. Uh, you can't use that against me. Yeah. I I already said I'm a hypocrite. I'm a troll. If I get the reaction, that's all that matters to me. I find your troll mentality. Are you really about to throw me into that category? <laughs> yeah, we are. Yeah, we are. No, hey, Jack, no, I got no, back, no, you no. Right. You were right all along, bro. In, 20, in 2019, I'm Defend just way yourself, too JG. old. I'm way too Defend old to be yourself. playing these bad games, man. I don't know. No, here you go. You, here's, the, here's the bad thing, though, because this was behind the scenes. You remember when we met the dude um, at TwitchCon? TVH yeah oh i forgot he he made it sound so fucking good when we had that bad behind the scenes conversation remember is there multiplayer in it because he said didn't he say that was multiplayer it's not no it's not multiplayer he was saying that there were like different ways to like tackle the mission so like i could do something and then like another streamer could do something different but i can tell you from playing the game it's not like that there's literally just like okay you can go in and just shoot everybody which again is not recommended because amy sucks or you could do stealth and then, I mean, that's really it. It's not. It's not like really uh, an intricate branching path. It's not really a dynamic system to the game. And that was, I think, that was the most disappointing part of anything else, minus the aiming. Because again, that's that's really the biggest knock that I have on the game. The aiming is absolutely atrocious. But it's not like if we watch you and me play the game, I I can almost guarantee we we're going to do the thing. But but the thing is like. You just confirmed that you basically wasted your time and y'all trying to roast me because I uninstalled the game. I'm not playing these terrible no, games. You don't beat games. No, you don't man. Y'all hear this narrative they trying to go with? Y'all hear this narrative? There's a pattern with you. How many more games are you going to uninstall this year? I might install five more. The chat love that shit, bro. They love that. They asked me to make an uninstall compilation, bro. They love that shit. 
He's stubborn, he though. This man loves wasting money for games that I know. I'm not going to. Shout out to GameStop. I might start buying my games from GameStop <laughs> now. Because I would have dead ass. all the games you fucking I dead ass would have took that shit back. That shit had me heated on stream. When I was, was the last time you even beat a game? I was fucking heated. What is the last <laughs> game? I'm not even. Oh, I'll be Mortal Kombat. <laughs> MK11. I, yeah, MK11. I was like, I'll be Mortal Kombat. Okay, like, okay, before MK11. What was the last game I beat him before MK11? Yeah, I beat the division. Yeah, hey, you still late beat Sekiro, so you were fraud and dead. But I didn't, but I didn't uninstall <laughs> it though. I didn't uninstall it though. You did. You uninstalled until so. I uninstall it. It doesn't count. I didn't uninstall that game. I did not install that game. So I don't understand what you're talking about. Will you get back to streaming? When yeah, I feel like it, when I feel like it, uh, that shit gives okay. me cancer. So uninstall it. We might as well call that shit uninstalled. All right. No, okay. no, no, no. Let's no. move on to the next topic. We've already <laughs> exposed. Yeah, I'm tired of talking about that game anyway. Um. <laughs> other conversation i wanted to bring up because these stories keep coming out um i saw like three or four stories last week about game developer crunch it seems like a lot of uh, game developers from various studios are popping up and basically saying that they're being overworked and um i kind of wanted to bring it up and uh, i forgot what studios it was but uh what's the solution on this like what do, what do y'all think uh what do you think is the problem what do you think the solution is ethos ask jg first all right, Jay, what do you think the problem is and what do you think the solution is bad, for game bad, developer bad. crunch? I you got the you, funny thing, The funny thing is this has been going on for decades. Like, it, this isn't anything new. If it, And it's really not a thing that, like, just because we're, you know, technically in the industry now that we know. We don't have insider knowledge. But I've been hearing about this for decades. Like, that's just, that's really been the climate for video games. But it's just been coming out a lot more because, again, like, we're, you know, we're super sensitive and, and we want everybody to get to get uh all all the rights that they need which is which i agree with i definitely definitely agree with that and i just think just because of the climate has changed so much that it's become a way bigger issue i'm not i'm not saying that uh that that it's not wrong because I, I definitely don't agree with anybody crunching and working 80 hour weeks so that's just i that's read like one company one one dude was saying they work 100 hour weeks on on and that's the regular not 80 100 hell no nah, no nah, that's that's just ridiculous bro like nah, for any uh, job I, that's ridiculous yeah for any job it doesn't not just you don't get your family your kids Any job. yeah nah you should not be uh you should not be a slave to your job so um i mean the obvious solution to this uh and i'm just speaking of video games right now is i mean just don't have them crunch like i i feel like one of the biggest things that they that anybody in the video game industry could do especially with the triple a companies is stop making these uh these these dates that are uh they're unattainable without you doing these 80 hour work weeks 80 hour 100 hour work weeks don't say that uh don't announce a game in e3 and say that it's coming next year and you're not even in alpha yet like that's it, it really should be as simple as that if a game comes out if you're ready to make a game if you come up with all the ideas and stuff if you're not ready to show anything at least in alpha then don't give a date simple as that like you shouldn't you shouldn't feel an obligation to give the consumers a date to say oh you can't be expecting this then uh because again things happen you get video games pushed back you get video games pushed forward sometimes and again it may not be on the uh on the end of the actual developer it may be on the end of the publisher uh, for both of those uh getting pushed back and pushed forward but just stop announcing the dates like let the game come out when it comes out like again like one of the games that everybody's waiting for right now that looks so good is cyberpunk and I, I can almost guarantee you CD Projekt Red is not going to give a date until they're absolutely sure that the game is going to come out then. And I hope that they're not crunching either. But again, I feel they like are. everybody should, well. Yeah, they, they, have, they have horrible worker conditions. They, the they been recorded. And, and yeah. Oh, really? for real? You're not trolling? No, I'm not trolling. Like, uh, there was a couple yeah. articles that came out that uh, during Witcher 3 and Nobody's Cyberpunk. safe. 
employees that left said that the working conditions were pretty bad because they, I they like, I just feel like it's normal so like, like, it, it's not it's not right but it's just been normal in that industry and, and i don't know why but if it's really getting to an issue <clears> like you know it's a it's really affecting people's mental health and other people want to see the change I, I think this is another reason why like uh people in the video game industry wanted to start a union or whatever because maybe maybe it is something that needs to be addressed um because it, it's been a norm for so long and, and it probably shouldn't be the norm so i just think that we just need to stop crunching and, and stop giving these unrealistic dates for these video games let the game come out whenever it comes out when you actually have something to show and and stop working these uh, 80 hour 100 hour weeks to get the game done uh just for our entertainment or just for us to shit on it and say that it's a six out of ten this is uh here's here's one i don't know a wise saying. a wise man by the name of jigga that nigga uh said what do I think of success? It sucks. It's too much stress. I think this is the gaming industry cannibalizing itself. This is their victim of their own success. Cannibalizing? Is that what I said? Yeah, you said. I was doing good. I was doing a ace cosplay. Oh, <laughs> oh come on, man. Come uh, on, man. Uh, I think it's. I think. I think it's a victim of its own success, and I think at who's at fault is it's fifty fifty. I think some of it is corporate greed. Uh, we all know Activision, EA is fucking greedy as shit. Ubisoft shows it sometimes too. Um, but I also think gamers need to take a long, hard look in the mirror too. Um, every game doesn't need to be a fucking live service. Every game does not need a thousand hours of content. You can't sit up here and say you care about these game developers and them having to work these long hours and then sit here and cry on your stream how you don't have new DLC every week. This is why things are the way that they are. So I think it's I think it's fifty fifty. Um, and it kind of goes back to what I said a few podcasts ago. Like, how long do you how how much is before enough is a con? How much is enough content? Basically, like a hundred hours on thirty hours on a game is enough for me. Okay, like I I don't need a thousand hour game. But you got people out, and I think the disconnect. If you guys remember, I, it's kind of funny because we were talking about Paragon earlier. You remember when we were at the Paragon event back in 2016, and that disconnect we had with the rest of the people in that room when that dude was like, "I play the game 14 hours a day. Why?" And I need this level of content. There are a lot of people out there that. Are like that i think and it's like bro that's not healthy like you need to go outside get some sunlight talk to people you know get a job i don't know like it, I, I think i think both are to blame what's what's the solution um i think like jg said as simple as maybe uh maybe unionize i don't know so that you know there's a certain amount of hours that people can work um also i don't think i don't think these companies are paying them like mad for mad money for overtime because i think i read somewhere that like the average game developer makes like seventy thousand a year like imagine working 100 hours a week and you're only getting seventy thousand a year like it doesn't seem like a great career path in terms of mental health yeah um so it's like don't even get paid for overtime yeah so it's like if and if they are going to do the overtime it has to be volunteer and like there has to be an increase in pay so i guess like i guess the answer would be to unionize so that they can put some stipulations in place to protect those that are uh out here developing these games but like I said, it's it's fifty fifty to me. I think gamers need to take a long, hard look in the mirror. Uh, it's like I said, people out here gaming fourteen hours a day, and and I don't know if you guys remember that dude too. You remember he ha- almost had like a fucking attitude when he said that shit. He was like, "I play the game fourteen hours a day," and he's like, "Because we were talking about ranked versus casual play." And he's like, "I don't want to yeah. play with casual players." I'm like, "Bro, like you're saying that like people who have a life outside of gaming are the problem." Like, nah, bro. Like, it's it's okay to do, go do other stuff. What what's your take on it, Ethos? Um. So, it. Do you want the short answer, or do you want like the more? Go ahead and contribute your twenty five percent. Okay. Um. 
So it's a couple things. Uh, there's no definitive like so, like reason or solution to it because if that was the case, we would have solved it by now. Thanks. Um, so since we haven't been able to solve it, I think it, it's a lot of things. I think uh, it deals with like the leadership of the company. So who currently are like the project leads and and like the vet studio heads and like what are their philosophy? What's their philosophy when it comes to like project management? Um, there's I don't know if you guys know about like uh, agile and lean and like those type of like methodology things. Like a lot of times technology companies use them to like figure out how they like handle software process of uh, development of like what type of features for the software they deciding working on, how much time they're going to give it, guesstimating time, um, doing like retro uh, <clears throat> retro retros to discuss like what went right what went wrong in the previous sprint this is a bunch of like really like tech company nerd shit um but like i know about this firsthand because like that's what i currently work in is technology so like a lot of this shit is pretty much one-to-one with gaming the gaming industry um yeah that's that's like a main thing um but i think uh, another thing is uh is it's the size of the games like people are demanding these games to be bigger and and they want more content um, I think a good example of this is uh, Apex Legends. Um, people got mad at Apex Legends for the battle pass and stuff like that. But honest, like from what um, Respawn said, was like a lot of reason why the battle pass ended up the way it did, and a lot of other things is because they didn't want to crunch their employees, um, so that they could get that battle pass out in time. They would have had to have crunched in order to get like. Is this a um, recent article? To get... Yeah, there was. Um, uh, I'm I right. missed that one. That's interesting. There's a uh, article from Vince Vampella. He was interviewed about it, and they were asking about like the failings of season one and have them like taking feedback about season one and he he brought up because right around this time fortnite got, was also uh kotaku did this the fortnite article about how um fortnite had been uh misusing their contract workers and they've been pretty much um doing crunch as well which makes sense because when you're the biggest game in the world you got to keep up and they set such a pace with content that they have to keep up with that no matter what um, it said that though, like with Fortnite, it wasn't like all their employees were being crunched. It was more like their higher up people, like their project managers and stuff. Um, they were the ones that were getting crunched heavy. Um, but like, it, it, but Vince Benpella, he, he came out and he was saying like in respawn, we want our employees to have uh, good health. So we don't crunch. Um, so as a result of that, that's why like apex did not have as much content. Like when people were like, like, you know, the whole meme apex is dead. Apex's battle pass was bad. Also like these things stemmed out of the fact that like they, they had a conscious decision to not like rush like really hard in February to get like really nice skins and stuff like that out. And instead, which I'm guessing in June, that's why they gave themselves more time so they can maybe for season two, do something way more. Um, so it, this, that, that reasoning does explain a lot about apex legends, uh, how like it kind of like fell apart. So it's like two sides of a different coin. You have like Fortnite, which is Kate basically pushed the expectations of all gamers. Now they think like all games, and we've talked about this before, like with Anthem and a bunch of other games. Where that actually kind of confirms what I, I I just said about being yeah. a victim of your own success. Because remember, yeah. Apex came out of nowhere, and like I think I read somewhere they didn't really expect it to be like that big. Like yeah, they just had to be a small little like thing. That yeah, so they cannibalized themselves. That's yeah, crazy. But, but <laughs> they could have like if they if they had done it and they decided okay we're gonna go all in on Apex and they stopped doing all the other projects, but because they were working on other stuff like Jedi, like the Jedi game and the other unannounced titanfall game that they're working on like these things are what like are um like pushing this sort of like pushback on like not you know rushing people to like get new content done um for me personally i guess just speaking from like 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 my studio like neo interactive like i've had it where like we've already had to deal with it um like me personally i've crunched but that's just me like i i've made it where it's like i never will have anybody who's like working on samurai zero uh crunch 
um it's like it's definitely caused things where like there's certain milestones and stuff that i wanted for the game to be ready by now but like things just didn't end up because like people end up being sick and i'm not gonna ever force somebody to like i don't give a fuck if you're sick i want you to this thing needs to be done by the end of the month as you promised actually i had that problem last week with somebody um but like i i feel like it should be important that like you you put the health the mental and physical health of your the people that work with you over you know getting like a piece of content ready at a certain time i can't speak for everybody obviously that's just me because like i have all the time in the world i'm not pushed by like a publisher telling me i need something done by this date um but like other people who are like you know obviously like your ubisoft's your um like i i wouldn't be surprised if assassin's creed got crunched it wouldn't surprise me one bit um but i'd say like nowadays any sort of big triple a game i would be surprised if any big triple a company outside of respawn has been like oh yeah we don't crunch or we don't we've never had to crunch any of our games it's like what jg said i think it's it's been around for a long time and it's been only recently through like um a lot of push towards like unionization that's like one possibility and just like people like social media it's been way more prevalent to like speak up about these things uh it's been pushed a lot by like a lot of game developers in the past so there you go that's my 30 percent. today's show is sponsored by quip did you know that one of the most important things we do at our health every day is brushing our teeth yet most of you don't do it properly enter quip a better electric toothbrush created by dentists and designers Quip was designed to make brushing your teeth more simple, affordable, and even enjoyable. So why do I love Quip? It features a sensitive sonic vibration toothbrush gentle enough for your sensitive gums. A built-in two-minute timer pulses every 30 seconds to remind you to switch sides, which helps a full glide and even clean. A multi-use cover that mounts to your mirror and unmounts to slide your bristles for on-the-go brushing. And why do you need this? Well, it declutters your sink or your cabinet, and it makes traveling with an electric toothbrush much easier. Uh, Quip doesn't require a clunky charger, and it runs for three months on a single charge. Brushes are automatically delivered on a dentist-recommended schedule every three months for just $5. And this is why Quip is one of the first electric toothbrushes accepted by the American Dental Association. It's backed by 20,000 dental professionals and features over a 1,000 verified five-star reviews. Quip starts at just $25, and if you go to getquip.com slash GI, you'll get your first refill pack for free with a Quip electric toothbrush. That's your first refill pack for free at getquip.com slash gi thank you to quip for sponsoring the show true 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 what's the name so i don't know maybe maybe one day we'll see a union for them uh because it seems like a good start yeah it's a good start yeah it seems like game developers is like it's like a quiet thing it's almost like a mystery shadowy culture and now it's finally starting to come to the light uh and like a lot of people seem to be shocked but it's like my thing is like what did y'all think they did like they sit at the computer all the damn time because you guys want dlc every week they wouldn't say it but i I don't did you watch the god of war documentary no i heard it's really good though it's like on my watch list if you watch it three-fourths through there's a moment where they're like like even like a cory barlog and a lot of them are like yo we're not gonna fucking hit this mark like they're like you can tell there's like anger where they're like where they're currently at with the game and like things weren't working the way they were and then there's a moment in it where originally it was supposed to release I think he said he said March. Yeah, March something. And they got pushed back to April. And I think that was a time that they were like, it seemed they wouldn't say no one said crunch in the video, but it was it seems like it was highly insinuated that um they had to crunch to get God of War like in a good state for launch. Yeah, they said several um, they said several developers on uh Anthem in that one article were like go into rooms and just break down and cry and shit like that. Yeah, that's know? real fucked up. Which, like, which I don't is think that's ever worth it. Though. Which is interesting to me too, because 
these same people that are like, I guess, like championing these developers that they want to be treated better are also yelling at them on social media about how their game needs to be better. So yeah. it's like, like can you imagine like Anthem devs that get like harassed by like people who are talking like your game's shit and like literally like like probably right now they're like busting their ass trying to figure out like hopefully what I'm hoping is uh, like they probably are right now like just busting their ass trying to like either fix the game or try to improve it. And, like, all they're getting hit with online is just constant, like, just memes and shit like that. It's like, you, you got to put stuff in perspective. I think, like, it, it, like, it's fun to have a meme in every once in a while. But when you start to realize, like, this is, like, people's, like, lives. And, like, you're just, like, insulting them. And, like, what they're trying to do is just they're trying to do the best job that they can. And sometimes the best isn't, it's not good enough. You know, it, you know, it can really fuck with your mental state. That's why uh, I want to go, yeah. go back to like people will never understand until they're in those shoes. Until and they're in there, yeah. I completely relate to that. That's literally my my life. I mean, yeah. So that's as simple as me fucking. I started the past two streams. You I, fucking? I was. I've been, I've been fucking, bro. I've been fucking. Let's get something straight here, but but since I since I started like editing on stream, like people just well, I didn't know it took this because the the one video I've done on stream it took me like six hours, and it's not even a technical edit; it's just a highlight video, and it took me six hours. And people like, whoa, whoa, I didn't. I didn't know it took this long. Like, yeah, I was like, yeah, this is why I started streaming this shit. And it's like for something as simple as that, like editing, like game developing is like a hundred times harder. It's like it's it's one of those things. Like, I feel like yeah, like you said, they're not gonna appreciate it unless they do it themselves. But the problem is most people don't do nothing but fucking complain on the internet. Exactly, they just running their gums. <sighs> people, the human race, am I right? Yeah. Um. So hopefully things get better. Um. And that's why I uninstall games instead of you know making videos every fucking day can, bitch can, yeah like i'll be like yeah. I, i'll be like you might get it it's trash for me like if i really dislike the shit but i'm not gonna like i'm not gonna harp on the shit and like, like you gotta ask me my opinion but i'm not gonna harp and hate on shit that's mad extra to me um but yeah those are some conversations moving on to the new side of the podcast um the other day ubisoft announced their new ghost recon game ghost recon breakpoint um, this is a direct sequel to Ghost Recon Wildlands. Apparently, some DLC came out last week for Wildlands, uh, starring the Punisher, and I guess the Punisher becomes the villain for Breakpoint. I didn't play that DLC. I didn't even play Wildlands because, oh, I have it, but I didn't really like it. Um, so that's another game you guys can add that I didn't finish, but I didn't pay for that one, so I don't care. Um, but yeah, that uh, Breakpoint, the new feature is, I guess, you can put mud on your face and... <laughs> You can carry your downed teammates, and it takes place on a fictional island. Fictitious. I cannot talk today, bro. A fictitious yeah, island. Fictitious. <laughs> yeah, I'm really channeling my. I told you, I'm I'm hungry right now, and I'm tired. Right, doing a podcast at night. I told you we were gonna do under an hour. Come on, man. Thought I was joking. We were supposed to record this podcast days ago. Okay, this is what y'all get when we go. Hey, man, whatever. We got. We get it done. Go ahead. Um, but yeah, it takes place on a fictitious island that has like a snow, a volcano. Like tropical, it has all these different climates. Has uh, the snow. <laughs> <laughs> it's got John Snow. I don't give a fuck, bro. Uh, the more I fuck up, the more comments we get because they're gonna just sit there and talk shit about it anyway. So help me out in the algorithm. Talk shit about me in the comments. Y'all gonna do it anyway. Lameo, you can't speak. <laughs> right, 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 right. More views from me. Um, what's the name? Jay. What's your take on Ghost Recon Breakpoint? The reveal. Man, I caught up and watched that. Uh, that whole reveal. Ugh, I ain't feeling it, dog. I'm not feeling it. I don't want this true like survival type of game. I really do want a more linear experience again. I, I want a future soldier back. Like that's 
that's the type of um ghost recon that i want but sadly i don't think we're going to get it again i want more linear games period yeah yeah i kind of do i'm i'm kind of like burnt out on open world stuff i thought it was cool at first like when when the first games were coming out that were open world but now i'm just i'm kind of burnt out so i'm not feeling it like i'm not trying to eat and rest and like and have semi-permanent injury like i'm not trying to play arma i'm good on this stuff man i'm I think I might I might skip unless I see something that like really makes me want to play it. Now it does have four player co op and it's uh it's top in and out and, and your uh, progress gets saved um, throughout the whole thing. So I guess that's the plus. And I like like the little drone that they have and and like you know how they were tactical in the in the reveal. But I'm just not a fan of like the survival element. I'm just that's that's just not my type of game. I'm not trying to play a shooter like that. Um, I'm indifferent about this reveal. Like, I don't dislike it, but it didn't blow me away. And I also don't know how I feel about that new limping mechanic. Uh, for those of you who missed the reveal, so if you get shot, like say in your leg, and you go down, when the teammate picks you up, you'll have like a limp for like the rest of the mission until you get to like a campfire where you can heal, like at the end of the mission or some shit like that. Uh, I'm. I don't know how. You can take a. You can take um morphine to like kick yourself. I mean, you can, but it depends on like where you get shot. Like where because it's survival. I would imagine the injury supplies would be limited too. So it's like it's 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 not survival, but it's it's semi survival and like survival light. Yeah, I don't. I don't know how I feel about that because like it it sounds cool. It's a little bit more realistic, but the reality is like it's already annoying to me if I have to play with randoms and they go down and then when they get up now he has a limp so he's gonna keep going down because he can't run fast enough uh and then on top of that you know maybe your friends aren't the best at gaming um but apparently they did this uh because that's what the ghost recon community was uh like clamoring for so I don't know really yeah that, that's the reason they all the they, they said that this is not I some like big revolutionary thing yeah, yeah, it was just straight from like feedback. They were listening to the community. So I mean, if this is what they wanted, and if this makes the game better. I don't know. It's one of those things. I got to get my hands on it and see how it feels. Um, what's the name? What about you, Ethos? All right, here's a hot. I originally thought it was looking very mad, but then I had a conversation with Anon late yesterday, and he kind of convinced me that it could be low key fire. Um, the idea, um, the main things that they were touting was like stuff like, um, like you getting shot and like, basically it puts you in this like kind of survival mode instead of you being a hunter, you're hunted. If what they say is true based off the trailer, if they really did overhaul the AI, which I'm kind of inclined to believe they did it because in division two, them AI are ridiculous. Um, they could be onto something really cool. I've always wanted to play a game where instead of me feeling like this apex, like ultra badass guy, I've always wanted to play a game where it's like the AI is coordinates and they're very superior and they work and they do like really advanced tactics to take you down. Um, and they dynamically change their strategies and stuff like that based off of like how they react to like you. Um, I think if that happens, I feel like this game could be pretty fucking cool. Um, but if it ends up being like regular, like the AI that was in Wildlands, it will be trash. But if they really did overhaul the UI and they're and the way they're talking, they're marketing it. If what they're saying is true, um, I might be interested in playing it like with Anon and like some other people if they're interested. Because I feel like I, I would love to, I want to try a game where it's like instead of me feeling like a powerful like hunter, I feel like I'm hunted and I'm, I'm constantly like trying to avoid <clears throat> being a detected or doing like gorilla type shit. I think that's going to be really cool. So if they if if it's so the main things is if the AI is good, um, the story seems decent. It seems like the, the antagonist is pretty cool because it's the fucking Punisher. So I think that's really fucking cool. Uh, and the environment seems pretty interesting so far. 
Um, as long as they show some more mechanics or some, like, I want to see what the customization's like and the way that you can customize your dude. If that's good, then uh, I might be on board for it. But right now, I'm kind of like a wait-and-see person. I think what confused me about this reveal is they were touting, <laughs> like, realism and survival, but the whole presentation was super Call of Duty dude, bro. And that's what kind of made me, like, eh about it. I'm like, you saying one thing, but acting a different way. I don't know. It, it, it just confused me. Like, who are y'all trying to appeal to? Um, but until we get hands-on time, and to be honest, it's a Ubisoft game, so I'll get it for free, so I'm not going to complain. There's going to be in a game where you're going to get recruited to go to the army. Oh, true, true, true. Yeah, Try and get them, them quotas up. Yeah. <laughs> you can survive this game, you're good for the army. <laughs> exactly. You, you know exactly what to do. You know what to do. <laughs> army ain't going to get me. I'm too old now for the draft. JG2. Yeah, uh, I don't, no, no, Ethos. 27 is the I'm cutoff. Old, 20, uh, uh, you no, 25, boy. You got, got asthma. I got asthma. Shut up. I got asthma. <laughs> my knee, I think my I knee asthma. is sore. My knee is sore right asthma. now. I got asthma. They're going to get you, boy. Trump wants you in the United States military. I got asthma. You got asthma. They want you for the super soldier project. I ain't going. I look. I ain't about to fight for no Cheeto, bro. You good? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's a whole store full of them. Come on now. Um, <laughs> speaking of politics, um, a lot of people in the gaming community were super excited about this story, man. So uh, a U.S. senator he introduced a bill that uh, basically he's trying to put a clamp on microtransactions, specifically targeting minors. So basically, any game that's rated T or below, like E to T. Uh, he's trying to put some systems in place to basically stop, uh, protect children from basically purchasing large sums of microtransactions. Um, it's called the Protecting Children from Abusive uh, Games Act. Um, and this center said, uh, when a game is designed for children, game developers shouldn't be allowed to monetize addiction. And when kids play games designed for adults, they should be walled off from compulsive microtransactions. Game developers who knowingly exploit children should face legal consequences. So with this statement alone, uh, I, I already see the disconnect because he a, is blaming game developers. Uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but every game developer I've ever met has been very nice and they don't even strike me as they're thinking about microtransactions. Uh, that's that's the higher up. That's the corporates. Uh, come on. Let's be nice to the game developers. But uh, how are you feeling about this bill here, uh, Jay? I mean, it's it's happening. We've already seen it. We was just wondering, like, how long was it going to take before it came over here to the States? Because it's already been happening overseas and, and now it's here. I just don't like it. Again, I agree with you. I don't like the way that this is worded. <laughs> like, uh, first of all, like we're we're attacking the game developers. And again, like you just said, like they, they shouldn't be attacked here because it really is the uh, the the upper echelon. The investors. Really yeah. So the, because they want more money and they want these games to be like, you know, five, 10 year games. So they wanted to uh, to you know keep going. So you have to have another way to uh, to get money. So I don't think that that's cool. Another thing I hate is it's like it, he's like talking about the kids. Like like the kids on the only problem. What what about me? Like if I see a microtransaction or if I see a loot box, what what about me being the full grown adult? Like shouldn't shouldn't I be protected from this too? Is it just about the kids here? I feel like he's just trying to uh, trying to say that the kids are or the problem there. He's trying to he's trying to he's trying to play to America his heartstrings like look at the children they're they're really? in danger yeah. from the micro but really we're all in danger from the microtransactions. yeah it, it, it's true and then like if he wants to play that route and, and go with like the kids or or the ones that are being influenced and you know shouldn't we talk about the parents again like when we talk about other things uh the parents are you know they're an issue too if you're not actually like 
looking at your kids and, and like seeing what they're playing and seeing what they're uh, consuming and uh, and wanting to buy. Because, I mean, even if it's their own money, like you should like pay attention to what they're getting. So the parents are an issue, too. It's not just not just really the kids. But, yeah, I just don't like the way that it's worded. But I knew that it was uh, that it would be coming over here. It was just a matter of time. So we'll see how much uh, how much traction that it'll get over here in the States. But it'll be interesting if this uh if this gets to the board and gets passed i think uh do i do i want less microtransactions absolutely fuck that shit um i i think my biggest problem with this this bill and his his his, his solution he says he wants game developers to wall off children from these microtransactions and my problem with that is how do you determine whether or not a child is playing the game uh like like are we gonna are they gonna put like some secret passcode in nba 2k that like adults have to type in like what what is actually what is his actual idea to protect the children because he's just giving like kind of general blanket statements that i don't yeah, i don't you can't tell <laughs> yeah and like and if we're talking about or, or like or like are they gonna try to utilize the playstation camera to see if it's an adult or not like are you talking about invading my privacy what are you talking about dude like i don't i don't i don't know if there, there's a real solution here well, at least what he's saying. It, it doesn't really seem like a, a real solution. Uh, what, what's your take on his ethos? Um, yeah, I agree with you guys. Um, I kind of said initially, too, it seems like it sounds good, like, on paper. But when you actually, like, dig into the bill, um, I was supposed to dig into, like, the actual, like, you know, full write-up of it. But, like, I've had issues even finding this bill. Um I even went as far to check his like his senator site. I think yesterday I checked his like his basically the government has where every single senator that like tries to uh, motion bills and stuff like that to like push bills. It's all documented on the government's website. So you can like read the entirety of the bill. Are you um, saying it doesn't exist? That this is it's thing. not there unless like I missed oh. I and I checked it. It's Whoa, not breaking news. I did not know this. Yo, this nigga's a nerd, bro. But, <laughs> but in this case, I'm not even mad, yo. Are you, hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh, to be fair to be fair the reason why i knew about this is because i i do a side project for a company that i do like uh voice personality for and because of that like i had to do research on the topic before i did the video for them and so then like they, like um uh when i went and did the research about it and i actually i was like oh well the timing of this article was like a couple days ago i was like just to make sure that i don't put out false information i was like let me go through the links really quick and see like if because it said in the article that um the person had not um let me see I, i'll find it right. uh they said that uh he had they could not find the bill yet and so i was like oh let me go and um let me go and like see if it's been updated since then um and then i checked it and i didn't see the legislation i'm checking again right here i'll what? link it just like, are you calling uh, senator are you calling senator josh harley holly from arkansas a fraud I mean, I'm looking at his entire bill list on Congress.gov, and there's not one thing here about microtransactions. I, like, I feel like this is like him like blowing smoke or saying like, "Oh yeah, we're either like okay, to give him benefit of the doubt, he could be that like he's still like trying to get the fine details of it. And he hasn't publicly like pushed it yet. But I was almost positive whenever they like pr- like they push a bill into like Congress or into the Senate or whatever it is, like it is like it's introduced. It says like it's introduced. It says where it is, like where it is currently in the Senate. Like, is it? Uh, it goes from like introduced past senate past house to the president became law like these are the stages it takes and like there's a tracker to tell you where every single bit of like bills are and like mm-hmm. i don't see it here I'll, I'll link it here in the case you want to make sure i'm not crazy 
but it's yeah. like this is the right senator. Why 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 you search for that? I also want to say like I hate to be that Trayton, guy, but not there. I I saw a lot of people on social media getting really excited about this bill if it actually the end does of microtransactions exist. and loot boxes as we know. Yeah, they're they're stupid. I I I I hate to break it to y'all, but most bills fail. They're really fucking hard to get passed. You remember last year? Remember we had the same conversation last year about oh that Hawaii senator was pushing his bill to oh, fix the yeah, issue. Yeah. Guess what? Yeah. It failed. It didn't even go through. Like I don't so, think like, I, I, he, he was the like, one at the loot boxes too. If I'm not mistaken, all I, yeah, he was going straight for loot boxes. All I got work. out of this story is most Americans don't even know the basics of their government. Like there are no, 400, they see a headline and then they there, just there's four hundred people in the house that have to, and the majority has to vote to pass this bill. Then it goes goes on to the senate and it's got to get a majority vote there too and you know between the democrats the democrats and republicans they like to play sides and do all this other shit and then on top of that fuck you know ea and activision they're gonna lobby they're gonna be like yeah, hey hey joe biden hey man like hey if you say more microtransactions, well, I mean, Joe's not in Congress, so you ain't got to worry about it. Well, no, but we, just, just, but, but, but you, you, you get the joke. Let's go with it. Let's just go with it. Let's go with it. Hey, okay. politician <laughs> X here. Hey, we'll uh, put some money towards you know your campaign if you uh you know just let us do our microtransaction thing. Uh, I, I I would like to see something be regulated, but once again and then yeah. ethos pulled up this shit it's looking a little fishy i don't know i'm like, I'm like <laughs> i literally looked up his entire list of bills he has 51 bills here i searched literally control f i searched child because obviously like it would have included child children in it, right and like the only ones i see here is a bill to amend the child's online privacy protection acts of 1928 to strengthen protections related to online collection use and disclosure of information so that's not related to loot boxes that's about like private private um uh privacy laws uh child welfare provide uh provider inclusion act of 2019 uh, uh pain capable unborn up uh, an abortion anti-abortion bill and child interstate abortion notification yeah so so this, so this must have just nothing been here. because he said something not because he's actually he like because faking. he actually has anything in play right now as of right now he he's just pumping he, he's capping yeah, right, unless like he oh he in missouri too he's fresh yeah. too he's fresh in missouri yeah. as a senator yeah like, i can understand he's like maybe this person too. like because he's young he probably that's why he knows about this compared to all the other senators and that's my other fear was that I don't know how I feel about a bunch of old men who don't even game and understand anything about how gaming works, Facts. dictating law on how this should be, how we should take care of loot boxes. Exactly. Like What's- you can get specialists to come in and tell them, but at the end of the day, in order to get a bill passed, you got to slide stuff in to make certain people happy. And I'm like, I'm really scared that like they'll use uh, the chance to tackle loot boxes as a chance to attack um, violent video games, to ban violent video games, or to put a tax on violent video games. Like they like, like throw it all into one bill. Next thing you know, you're getting more than also because he's new in the Senate. Like like can I say like he doesn't really have those relationships. So do people even care what he has to say? Like the bill might not even get voted on. Like I mean, you could still you yeah. can still do it if you can get a sponsor of like someone who's like a OG in the Senate. Then he could. I'm kind of scared if i even google this guy what like hot takes like fucking opinions he has um so let's worst case scenario let's say that this bill doesn't go through it doesn't become law we don't get protected um let's talk about some solutions that things you can do right now to stop your kid from spending two thousand dollars in candy crush because that's one of the games that he cited that game does have predatory practices and it's ridiculous but i don't know about you guys uh at least on my iphone uh no purchases can be made until a password is typed in let's start off by putting passwords on our accounts okay uh, ladies and gentlemen because that's what i'm getting why are you why are your kids systems there are protection systems that literally xbox has a shit ton of like protection systems from kids why does your child have access to your credit card why yeah this sounds like more like a parent issue it's like this seems 
seems kind of fake because it's literally like the parent issue. All, <laughs> all the industry, all all the industry in the ESA is going to argue is literally we have literally protection set up for kids that are, that parents should learn about, and we have resources available that parents can use in order to understand how they can use this, that they can limit their amount of play. This is like the whole thing. Remember when people were talking about how games could make like addiction and could like make kids addicted and like about Fortnite. remember that whole Fortnite addiction thing yeah the esa used the exact same argument with them and said well there's a bunch of like systems set up on all the major platforms that allow parents to control the amount of time that their kids are allowed on the console switch has it um ps4 has it xbox has it so like these arguments are, like they're fair granted like obviously they're trying to hide you know they don't want this thing to disappear because the industry will lose money so obviously there's that like real meaning behind it but they have really good legal like arguments about why like a bill like this doesn't make sense with like the current tools available so man so parents learn how to be a parent learn how the technology works that you get for your children and set the set the uh the privacy set the security measures to uh to prevent your kids from doing that crap but, just basically just look at what your kids are doing <laughs> for, back to forget the, the your kids forget forget the kids how about how about if you lose your phone like you go out to eat and you drop your phone somewhere and somebody picks it up like you don't have a password on your phone just for the simple fact that people can't access your fucking accounts like that's wild to me hmm. i don't know man crazy shit <laughs> shit crazy man you motherfuckers cut from a different cloth so this is a developing story it's still new it literally just came out like three four days ago we'll see how this plays out but just like ito said i forgot about that dude from hawaii the senator from hawaii there was another bill last year he proposed the same thing and nothing happened hmm. um so we'll see um Speaking of somebody who is not pump faking, uh, Epic, well, somebody from Epic, Tim Sweeney from Epic, uh, he called out Steam again. Uh, oh, shit. Here yeah. we go again. <laughs> <laughs> the, Here uh, we go again. The war between the Chinese spyware and Steam never ends. Um, so basically, people are complaining about uh, fucking exclusives on the Epic game launcher. And uh, Tim Sweeney said that he is willing to stop putting uh making exclusives on the epic game launcher if steam is committed to a permanent 88 percent revenue share for all developers and publishers without major strings attached um and then uh but they'll also they'll uh, honor the uh, exclusives they have so like the contracts that they have they'll honor those and then after that no more exclusives for the epic store uh how you feel about um how you guys feel about that do you think uh steam is gonna answer back do you feel like they have to i don't think steam will you know what this is the weird story because with tim sweeney when he said this this leads me to believe that like maybe epic didn't really want to get into the whole game store thing maybe like something in the background just had them like the master plan yeah like (laughs) type stuff to get rid of steam in the background and they're like look like what you're doing is wrong steam you need to give your uh your developers more money so what you don't what you're saying yeah. is their their true intentions were they just wanted to improve Steam, so then they gave them some light competition. But now it's like, wait, 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 they're not they're not changing. Like we got to yeah, do this, this for real. We got to do this store yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah, bro, this is my theory. Like, because it just seems weird that he would just outright say this, right? This seems like something that should have been in the background. That is but, a good theory. But this, but this is crazy though that like you would really like force Steam's hand like this and say it in public on Twitter. This isn't something that wasn't in an interview or something that was an article. This was something he just responded to on Twitter. Twitter, so, yeah, he just commented, yeah, yeah. It was, so that's just like, super wild shit. to me that can you, can you say that. 
you went to this sounds like this sounds like a lot like the uh you know the diddy meme where the diddy's staring at that dude and he's oh, just like yeah. don't do it and he's just yeah. like like i feel like that's epic games like honestly that doesn't sound far-fetched at all i i'm i um i had that conversation with uh a friend of mine zach uh about it when i was streaming uh it's on my youtube channel i highly recommend it it's really good it's like an hour it's like it's an hour and a half of like two people who have like i was kind of like not necessarily like pro epic game store but i was trying to argue about like what are like the, there are pros with epic game store or like kind of trying to give like a more like balanced look and approach to it um and then zach was more of like the very hardcore like anti epic game store um I didn't convince him all the way, but he did say he boosted his like favorability to steam like up 10%. So I take that. But like, um, I think the main thing is I feel, and th that was my whole argument the entire time we were like debating about it was that, um, I felt that Epic game store is a good, regardless of like you hate it and everyone obviously like things is like all this, like, you know, all this other fake stuff. That's not even true, but the main core of it is people are upset, uh, that it's disrupting the market. But I think like, that's a good thing because I think it's not necessarily, um, I don't like the monster, but I like what the monster is doing which is uh it's it's force it's hopefully it's gonna ho force steam's hand which it's already done some small things but i'm hoping in the bigger picture uh which i think what everyone agrees on it causes valve to realize that like oh shit we act we can't be like sitting on our ass now because no one else can challenge us now we actually have somebody who is potentially taking business away from us and now we have to like we have to retort it also so also uh I, you you can't you can't make the argument that you care about these developers and you don't want to see them crunch, but then in the same sentence, say that you don't mind that Steam is taking like 30% of all profit sales, because uh, I, I would imagine that money would really uh, help uh, boost these developers' uh, pockets. Uh, yeah, well, the, 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 the argument that Zach was saying, which I agreed with him on, which was um, that um, uh, a lot of times that money's never going to the developers. Like, this is like the whole idea of like why their wages are so low compared to like CEOs get fucking $14 million bonus. Yeah, yeah and, and they don't. Uh, and so it's like, so you're going to give them more money, the publisher more money, which they're just going to throw off. It's like, a not even picking the lesser of two evils. And yeah, but I do believe, and this is my, this was my main point to him was that um, Epic Games Store currently is way better option for indie developers than going to Steam. Like Steam doesn't give a fuck about indie developers. I really do believe that um, based off of like a lot of the data that I collected and uh, based off of, like how the like, you know, the discovery thing and everything that works with Steam. Um, Steam really only gives a fuck about like the big triple A's that are selling millions of copies and making millions of dollars with every single game. And I think the smaller like indie games, like granted, the only reason why they can get visibility is because there's just a shit ton of people on the platform. I don't think Steam goes out of their way to like really help indie games. Uh, for example, like you remember like shovelware, like everyone seems to have forgotten this, but remember like Valve had like a shit ton of shovelware and they still do like a shit ton of like these small games that are really trash. Um, just spam the the entirety of the 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 what is it their library catalog because valve completely doesn't like they don't care about curation and i feel like that's a, that's a big flaw with uh steam right now so mm, yeah so i, I still yeah. I, I still don't think this team is going to do anything i still don't feel like they have to it would have to really take something major which i'm i'm not sure what that might be but it's going to have to take something else rather than like ubisoft i mean they lost they've lost game. ubisoft game they've lost every like pretty much like every but ubisoft is game that, is, that enough, though, though, ethos, is, is that enough i mean I they have that's enough they yet. have if they have that, if they have like pretty much, um, it looks like any sort of U, any UE4 game. So, for example, if Kingdom Hearts comes to PC ever, it would go on Epic Game Store. I'm almost positive. It w I would be surprised if it ended up on Steam. The only thing that was like kind of like old was um, um, Halo is still on Steam, um, which I'm like, okay, I guess. But 
I don't know. Like, um, I don't know. Maybe if like a Rockstar Games decided on going to Epic Games Store and leaving Steam, that like I, I kind of feel like they would that. be a company that would that would. Go I feel ahead. like they do it. Yeah, I feel like yeah. they do it because they so love. I don't, money. I don't know. I don't. I, yeah, I don't know what big company would it take or what big game would it take. I maybe it needs to be multiple. Yeah, maybe it's like a maybe it's like I don't think it's gonna be like an overnight thing. Like they need one this one com- company to move their games to it, and then it's over for Steam. I think it's like a cumulative effect. I think it's like a over time whether it's like the middle grade games um the small indie games that are really good or the big games basically it's like what we said about metro exodus like everyone can bitch and complain about it but at the end of the day y'all talking a lot of smoke because at the end of the day if you want to play the game and you like the game and the game ends up being really good you're going to play it where when you where you can and if it's on epic game store you're gonna buy it on epic game store and just like borderlands 3 Y'all talk it like a lot of people talking all that smack of oh I'm not buying all that like shut up if the game comes out and it's given like an iPhone five you're yeah you're gonna be mad you're gonna be pouting and, sh- and and pissed and bitching about it on Twitter but at the same time you're gonna be handing your credit card over and you're gonna buy it that's that's right. literally capitalism Fair. that's how capitalism I didn't works want another is. launcher but like after playing World War Z on it I can say that like I don't have any problem with the the it, Epic game exactly. like it works it's like fine. anything else right you play it just in, works in yeah origin like it's it's there like it's not eating up my CPU it. I don't care. Like, uh. So it is what it is. Uh, other well, it's Chinese spyware. Uh, other right, uh, right, Epic right. Games uh, <laughs> news. Uh, Epic Games recently purchased Psionics. If you're unfamiliar with that studio, that's the studio behind the wildly popular Rocket League. Um, they said that Rocket League will remain on Steam. Uh, what's the name? Uh, but I'm I'm curious to know what this means for the future of Psionics. Do you think they're gearing up to launch another game? Do you think that Epic will do? Why anything? are they review? Why are they review bombing? Oh God! So, so no, well, that's well, that's why this made the news. So people were worried. I, I think people why didn't are they re- review bombing if it's still going to be on Steam. Yeah, they, no, they said it's going to still be on Steam, and they're still going to support it. I think it's getting review bombed because all those people didn't read the article. They said they're still going to support it on oh, Steam. They thought it was going to get. They thought it was going to get taken off of Steam. NBA, yeah, yeah Epic so Game exclusive. And this again, oh this exposed God. so many PC gamers. Like there are like true Steam fanboys out here, and I didn't realize it until Epic came through with this uh, with this exclusivity stuff. Remember when? Remember when? Like when everyone we were all on our PC PC shit, and PC we thought that and- yeah, we're we're better than the console people. We we pay attention to this shit, and you just and fucking now, and now how stupid we are. Yeah, yeah, yeah now just, how now, fucking stupid. Yeah, it's, it's I don't sad, even but- give a fuck about Steam. When I think about it, I I, I don't as of recently as of recently, I don't even be. I barely Steam. use Steam. I, I mainly barely- use Origin, and you play when I think about it. Yeah, I, I'm pretty they sure have I have the games more than it. Yeah, telling <laughs> people for the longest, like Steam is where it is now because it was the no only launcher back then. Yeah, you yeah. had no competition, so they obviously had a head start. All of these features that Steam had, they didn't. I mean, they had that they have now. They didn't have in the beginning. So, like for all those people trying to make that uh, make that argument, oh well, Epic Games Store doesn't have this, it doesn't have that. Well, it just started. Like I, I know that you know they have technically the blueprint, but you gotta give them time. Like any other launcher, it's really the same thing. So you can't really make that argument. Steam has just been around for the long, but I'm also, not a loyalist to Steam. Like, also, it took, people forget it took a long time for Steam to actually get good. It used to be ass. It uh, was terrible. What's the name? Like <laughs> at least at least at least Epic came out with a good launcher. Yeah. That means it's only going to get better. Remember all the security breaches and shit they had in, on Steam? Remember in 2011 when uh, credit card information got stolen? Yeah, I remember and, my, when I had to uh, take my accounts? credit card and PayPal off. Yep. People be forgetting. No, we, we, we just we throw it under the rug. That that shit never happened, bro. Steam Steam good. 
Epic Games. Epic Games. Good. Epic Bay. So shout out to all the weirdos review bombing one of their favorite games for not reading the article. And before you go in the comment section and call us shills or idiots or something like that, just really think about it, bro. Like, really think about it. Like, use your brain. Use your common sense. <laughs> Come on, man. But yeah, um, going back to your other question before we uh, get to the next topic, I hope that they uh, make another video game. Like, Rocket League was cool, and, and you know, it's competitive now, but I haven't played it in months. Like, it just. Yeah, I haven't played it in years. Months? You mean years? What the fuck? Well, yeah, it probably has been years. That, that shit came out in 2015. 2015. Like, time flies. Yeah, it's been years. It's Witcher 3 old. That shit is crazy, bro. Well, we okay, get, yeah, make it Yeah, old. Yeah, old. Um. Speaking of bad, Sonic, uh, the movie trailer came out for Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, got shat on by the internet. Um, we got a first Probably look. A gaming podcast. We talk about this, too. I'm kidding. I'm just joking. Wait, we, talk, <laughs> we talked about this? <laughs> Do did, did we talk about this already? No, I'm talking about, I'm talking about this subject. I don't I don't remember. I'm tired. I don't know. Um, but yeah, the movie trailer came out. Got a first look at Jim Carrey as uh, Eggman. Um, Gangsta's Paradise. Um, got a lot of backlash from the internet. Everybody was shitting on it. Uh, so they came out and said that they are vowing to fix the character designs. Uh, designed for Sonic. Um, which they're catching a lot of flack for. Because now people are feeling really bad for the animators. Because... The movie comes out in six months, and now they had to basically go back and fix the entire movie. Um, so on one half, you have people excited. They're quote-unquote going to fix the movie, which they probably won't because, I mean, it's Sonic. It's destined to fail. Um, and on the other half, you know, people are upset about the crime. I don't know. What's your take on the Sonic trailer, uh, JG? Um, I mean, people were complaining, like, just from the silhouette. We didn't even see the, uh, the damn... Uh, hedgehog yet so I mean, we saw it and everybody complained i don't really don't care about sonic like that anymore like we only have one real like uh deep sonic lover in gi and and he didn't even care about it for real like he cares about it but, like he didn't like go as crazy as like some of these other people that we've been seeing so uh that kind of just said something sonic like, just, fans are lit lickers bro they on. are <laughs> sonic fans are pretty crazy so that's that's wild though that they rage so much that that they made them go back to the drawing board like you shouldn't even have made sonic look like that in the first place and i kind of feel like they knew but they just wanted to throw it out there and see how people will react. Like this is a new age son, uh, Sonic, and like no longtime fans are going to care about it. They clearly did, and now you got to go back and recreate them. So I just felt like you just wasted your time. Why did Sonic have human teeth? <laughs> that was These really tough question. Reason it was really weird. What did Gangsta's Paradise have to do with Sonic? The- All they had to do was play Green Hill Zone in the fucking trailer, bro. They play Gangsta's Paradise. I don't know what that had to do with Sonic. And then I could argue Hollywood is fat phobic because Eggman is fat and fat people don't get a lot of roles in Hollywood because of the European beauty standards. And the one time a fat man was eligible for a role, they picked a skinny man for Eggman. So shame I mean, on they, you, they Hollywood. They made Thor fat, so everything's okay. Was he, he was chubby. He wasn't fat. He still has some muscle on him. But Eggman, Eggman is supposed to be obese. Yeah, I, I also didn't like the Eggman design. Well, somebody said that was a, it's like a prequel to like what he looks like. If you, like like it's supposed to be, he's a regular dude, and then apparently after this movie, he becomes basically like what we usually. That's what I've heard. 
I could be wrong. Mm-hmm. That's what that's what someone told me. So I was like, oh, okay. Plus, Jim Carrey's probably just going to carry this movie. In the origin Sonic story, after all these years, do we need to see this? No, no, we don't. An origin Sonic story, nigga. What is the st- what is the story of know, Sonic? Right? <laughs> I played so many Sonic games. I can't tell you what any of them are about. Besides, you had to rescue animals. It's a animals. political game about the environment. Something about the chaos emeralds or something. <laughs> it's about it's about saving the environment. Like it made me feel mad. That's literally what all the Sonic, almost all the Sonic. So it's Captain like, Planet. Yeah, yeah, you got to save a bunch of little furries, a little bunch of animals, man. From from basically a corporation. So is the cam- <laughs> is the, is the camera going to be bad in this movie? Yeah, see what I did there. <laughs> Next topic. That's great, but yeah, that's crazy. I've been playing this shit since I was four, and I could not tell you what the story is about. That's that's wild. Man, fuck that movie, bro. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness! Stop with these video game movies. You said Detective Pikachu was still good, right? Uh, Ethos. It is the best video game movie. Period. It's best is it? Solid. Give it a give it a give it a, give it out of a ten. What yeah. would you give it? A seven. That's not saying much. I mean, a seven's passable, but wait, seven point the bar the bar's so low. Uh, some moments, yeah, some moments, so it's an eight. It's like it's a solid movie. It's actually really good. Like it, I, I don't know if it's because of the nostalgia, but like even with the nostalgia, it's still like overall like a pretty solid movie that like actually has a lot of jokes in it that are like adult oriented. That's the reason I like it so much. Is uh, it doesn't like like um compared to like the games and everything else. I think that this movie understood that the demographic actually Lord. grew up. And yeah, and it actually like mm. makes it where there are a lot like d- don't get me wrong, like it's a kids movie like through and through like you can definitely bring your kids to it. There's double there entendres are low in key, there. There's do- a lot of entendres in there when like you as an adult you're like what like d- Pikachu said what and then you're just like what the fuck like it's a lot of like adult like stuff in there and uh, it hits on a theme that I think um, a lot of like people like us when we were kids growing up like we can like relate to so it's a really relatable movie for like our generation. Hmm. I'll, okay. I'll, I'll 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 watch it. I'll wait for the Netflix though. When it drops on I'm, I'm gonna check it out this way. I'll go to theaters. I ain't paying for it. It's worth it's worth seeing it. In Winter Soldier actually... ain't in it. Oh yeah, of course. You only watch Marvel. I don't got to touch. 3D is actually pretty good, but yeah. Yeah, good for making. Now this blind. became a fucking Pokemon review. Okay, anyways, listen. <laughs> yeah, it's not like you need to do a full review for the GI channel. I'm we'll good. do that. We'll do that. I, I got y'all, you. I'm gonna wait till more y'all actually watch it. Cool. I got you. I, I'm gonna I'm gonna check it out. Did you see the movie yeah. with your Pokeball too? Actually, I got two Pokemon cards. <laughs> You throw your Pokeball at the screen, nerd. Yeah, no, I did. I got a Detective Pikachu Pokemon card and a Charmander. Get on my they, fucking. They gave way. you. They gave you cards for. Uh, yeah, they give you. Yeah, they give cards. Dang, to that's, you. that's what they did back in the day, man. Yeah, the yeah. That's why I was very nostalgic. Remind me when I got like a Mewtwo in a pack. Yeah, yeah bro. All right, right, guys, relax. We're not getting Pokemon. Yeah, shut snap. up. You had no child. We're not getting know. Pokemon right. Snap too. Relax. You know, relax. You're, 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 <laughs> uh, Borderlands Three gameplay reveal since the last podcast. I honestly have nothing to say about this. I I'm so indifferent about this Me game. Neither. Whatever. Next topic. <laughs> it was fire. Oh, for real? Go ahead. Break it down. Why you think I it was fire? Liked the, yeah, like, I watched the reveal and I I liked the uh the little changes that they made. I think one of the one of the biggest changes that I enjoyed was the fact that like if I was a higher level than you, say if I was like ten levels higher and I hopped into your game, then everything would scale. And it's not like it's not like the division. That's in the division. Scaling. No, it's not. It's not like the division scaling though. It's literally like okay, you hop in and the enemies like you can see your uh your actual damage output. Like it's not. It's not. Well, you can actually change. It. You can make it so that like you could just run through everybody. Say after you're like ten levels higher, you hop into somebody's 
who's uh who's not that level then uh i mean it, it kind of is like the vision but not but you can change it you can make it so that like you can either be overpowered and just shit on everybody or you can make it so that like it's actually power scaling to uh to the level oh so you are. like it as an easy mode so you can finish your games okay now we're getting to the nitty this dude i finished my games look but i like that feature i like the the hop in hop out feature and like the uh the new guns that they have i like the uh the uniqueness of those and uh and i like the boss battle they said they're gonna have a shit ton of boss battles in this one so i'm i'm actually excited for it i really had no feelings about it because i was like well i'm gonna play it but i'm not excited but after watching their reveal i actually got excited so i'm picking it up for sure Good for you, JG. I'm glad that you enjoyed it. So the yeah. fucking, fucking crazy ass Borderland fans don't get angry. Another game in the for you to beat, JG. Yeah. Um, <laughs> last <laughs> last thing that I got on my notes is one of the most important stories that we've discussed on this podcast ever. Um, there's a possibility that the WNBA is coming to uh, 2K20. A WNBA player. I I'll be back in 20 minutes. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Edo doesn't care about women confirmed. Not because of women. I just don't give a fuck. <laughs> no, no, too late. I just don't give a fuck about that. Don't you twist my words. <laughs> 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 I don't give a fuck about basketball game. WNBA player Renee Mag- uh, Montgomery, um, she was asked on Twitter, uh, the WNBA, is it coming to NBA 2K? I thought it was only in NBA Live. And she replied, it's going to be in the upcoming game. Uh, she deleted the tweet afterwards. Uh, probably um, WNBA reps called. Uh, probably 2K called. Um, but you know, the internet got the screenshots. Um, this doesn't confirm anything because 2K doesn't give any info until a month before the game comes out. But uh, how you feel about uh, the possibility of being able to play women in 2K, Jay? I mean, NBA Live did it. EA did it. So what's the natural step? 2K's got to do it, right? So uh, it's way more people to play 2K. Obviously, Live just can't get it done every single year. So people didn't really care about uh the wba being alive but i think they'll care about 2k and it even makes it better because i mean you have uh you have professional uh 2k players now in uh in the nba 2k league and there are a lot more women you know regardless of whether they're good there's there's a lot of, shit. There are a lot of women in the, uh, sorry uh, it's, a, it's a lot more women i got ear the game yeah it's something like that whatever I'll keep them on the toes uh, but I mean, they they obviously want to make women players in the uh, in 2K, so it's it's good for them. I'm sure that they're going to be super excited. I don't know about like the actual WNBA. Like, are you going to be actually playing WNBA games? Probably not. But uh, but for the ladies that play 2K, if you can make women players, just like you can in live, then they'll be all for it. So kudos to them. Uh, Beat the men. You can do it. Yeah, yeah. it's it's a it's a lot of women in the 2K community, and like, uh, it's it's good. This is good if they allow people to create female my career my career characters. If it's just a play now WNBA mode, then I, I don't care. Like that's oh just man, pointless. can you imagine all the sexism that's gonna happen? Like they got to be able to let people create female <laughs> characters, and because and to be honest, if they do, I'm making a female character in fucking 2K20. I'm making a seven foot three rim protecting female god and i'm gonna be swatting all the dudes in the rec center because you know you know the the 2k community is toxic as fuck and they gonna be mad if they lose to a girl boy so i'm gonna troll them. <laughs> <laughs> we're gonna expose sexist in 2k20 you did it in live, didn't you? Didn't you create, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. that shit is funny man this like, girl I'm, I'm, sure, I'm sure you'll be able to that that wouldn't make any sense to just have just a wnba mode in there and not have a female creative player just go ahead and do it live did it so go so go ahead Facts, facts, facts. Um, so I mean, yeah, look out for that, I guess. Um, 
that's all I got on my podcast notes. We're now an hour and 17 minutes in. Um, what's the name? Anybody got anything else they want to add to the conversation? Anything I forget? I think we're good. Good, because I'm hungry. I'm tired of talking. Yeah. All right, Ethos, you got you got the floor. What's your closing statement for Game of Illuminati episode, what is this, 84? Go. TBH don't beat his games. Confirmed. Yeah, you got me, bro. See you on next podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I win again, nerds. Uh, Jay, what's your closing statement for episode 84? Go. Uh, man, it's been a long week, but we back at it. Like I said, we're going to uh, try to keep it more consistent. Get this, get this bread, get this dough. So, hope y'all enjoyed it. We'll see y'all next time. We've been pretty consistent. The last, I checked the last episode was two yeah, weeks we, ago. Yeah, we have. We we, we been on it. Uh, we trying, we trying, y'all. We trying. Um, appreciate everybody coming through to the podcast. Remember, remember, remember. If you're listening on Apple Podcasts, fuck it. Even if you're not listening on Apple Podcasts, go to Apple Podcasts and rate this podcast five stars. It helps us grow, help us move up the charts, become one of the elite gaming podcasts. I mean, I think we are one of the elite gaming podcasts in terms of content and conversations. I mean, this man Ethos just exposed that senator live on the podcast. That was breaking news, man. Where, where else are you going to get that? Where else? Nowhere else. This man does his research. Right. Yeah, I actually read the articles instead of just reading the headlines. You read the link. Oh, <laughs> man. Oh, read the link. Yeah, read the link. Oh, <laughs> that was super meta, bro. Um, <laughs> <laughs> That's hella meta, DG. I give you credit. That's hella meta, bro. Um, yeah. So if you're enjoying the podcast, please consider financially supporting us. We're all poor. We really need the help. So uh, go to patreon.com slash GI updates. We know you have a $1,400 <laughs> yeah, month. Yeah, <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash GI updates. Uh, one of the benefits is you actually can join the conversation and be on this podcast. You can be in some of our videos. We have other um, benefits. Once again, that's patreon.com slash GI updates. Remember to take the show on the go. We're on iTunes, Spotify, SoundCloud. We got the app, iOS, Android, blah, 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 blah. All right. We'll see you guys on the next episode of the Gaming Illuminati Podcast.